Hi, I'm Richard Randall, and welcome back to The Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker, the weekly radio show that informs and educates you on how to buy or sell real estate with Barb Schlinker, owner of Your Home Sold, Guaranteed Realty. Now, Barb, how to get a house ready to sell is the question often asked from people who are thinking of selling their home. Title of this segment is Getting Up to 11% More on Your Home seems a little bit high to me. Is that actually realistic? And if so, how much difference does home sale preparation make when it comes to selling a home and getting a higher percentage? Well, Richard, it it does make a difference because most buyers want a move-in ready house. Now, that does not mean it has to be completely remodeled and Corinthian leather or anything like that. Sometimes it's just little things. As an example, I have one closing this week that it's not updated. It's in a cute little house. It's kind of the lowest price in a very cute neighborhood. Uh, We priced it according to market because I don't believe in underpricing. We price it what I call realistically versus optimistically. However, the carpet was just bad. It was just, it really needed to be replaced, lots of stains. So what we did was we, we used our help program and I fronted the cost of replacing the carpet. That's all we did, that and clean it. And we ended up selling that home for 55000 over asking price, which was actually more than 11%. Yeah. So it, it does, just the little things can make a difference because most buyers, especially in this market, they will forgive little things that are not updated as long as they can move in it and living live in it right now and maybe slowly working on improvement. And if you actually do the math and you think about it right now to rent a home, you're going to be spending well over $2,000 a month. You can probably buy a home for equal or less payment. And that home is probably going to go in value super conservative number, at least 5,000 a month up. Okay. So is that worth getting in the door at a low price and then slowly working on your improvements? You have to really think it through and do the math. So, and right now the inventory is, is lower than I've ever seen it. We have less than 500 homes on the market. That's a 67% drop since pre COVID, which is when the market was kind of normal And sales are up year over year substantially more than they were before. Right now, the average sales price is hovering around $500,000. So you really need to hire a real estate agent that understands the market, knows how to position the home to get you the most amount of money, and knows exactly what to do. So a checklist is super important. And actually, it's the number one question that I get from home sellers. What do I need to do to get ready? Should I clear out the house? I met with the seller yesterday. Should I empty it all out? I said, you know what? This dining room table looks great in here. Leave that if you're not if you don't have a use for it somewhere else. And then we'll work with the other stuff. So typically somebody that really doesn't understand the market that well will not understand how to position a home to get the most amount of money. So we really work on that. And, you know, what do we do? What do we not do to get our house ready for sale? Sometimes a really small investment can result in a huge return on your investment. On that one property I mentioned, had we not done the carpet, the offers would not have come close. The carpet was only 
I don't know, $3,000 or something. But it it meant the difference of getting 55000 over asking price. So it was a really good return on your investment. And yes, of course, the buyers want HGTV, right? They all are kind of spoiled with that, but it's not reality. And they know they're going to have to compete to get a house. So it doesn't mean you have to have granite. You don't necessarily have to have Corinthian leather. I have another one that's under contract really is literally a 70s time warp. Grandma is the original owner. The house is immaculate. (laughs) It's amazing. It actually looks like a model home. It looks like you walk back in time in 1970. And here we are, you know, but she took such great care of this home. Is it move-in ready? Yes. Does it have original carpet? Yes. But you know what? To live in that neighborhood, in that location, and take your time doing improvements, wow, you're going to get a lot of bang for your buck for that. So you really want an agent that that looks at marketing in a couple of different ways, not just taking happy snaps with their smartphone and sticking it in the MLS. There's a lot of agents that just think, oh, it's a hot market. I don't really have to do anything. Everything that's going on the market will sell. And that is not true. Many agents use average or bad pictures or they share things online that they should not be sharing about a home. And of course, you know, no matter what market you're in, updated homes are going to command top dollar. Low priced homes typically will get a bidding more, but also homes that are priced realistically for what they are will command top dollar. And that's what we help our clients do. So you really need somebody that has that pricing expertise to guide the sellers to make sure they're pricing it to get the most amount of money. It's not like the old days when we had a more even market back when I started, you know, back in the 90s, it was more of a kind of balanced market or they call it a buyer's market, right? Meaning that the buyer had some negotiating room. The buyer could ask the seller to pay their loan closing costs. The buyer could get a price discount on the home. So that was a more even market. So what home sellers did back then is they would price the home high for negotiating room. But in this market, you don't want to do that because most buyers know they're going to have to come in strong to get a house. So if you price it too high, they're thinking, oh, well, I'm going to have to go above that number. So it's, it's a lot of strategy. I, I enjoy it. It's one of my favorite parts of the job. But it takes an agent that really understands your home understands the market, understands pricing, and the agent that has the ability to pick the appropriate similar sales to substantiate that value. Because if your buyer is getting a loan, we have to prove the value to an appraisal. So all these things come into play. And then, of course, the marketing knowledge to command top dollar for your home. And the agent that has the ability to attract all the buyers and make the buyers think that your home is worth more than your competitors' homes, that is the agent that you should hire. And there are definitely seven key factors that an agent must execute to get top dollar. And that's kind of what we share. We're offering a free report that you can actually get on our website which is called the 11 things to sell your home or the eight new laws to sell your home for up to 11% more. And you can order that free report by going to barbhasthebuyers.com, clicking on the green button in the upper right-hand corner, or you can just give us a call at our office at 719 301 
3,900. Richard? You've been uh, talking about preparing a checklist to help people prepare to sell their home. Is it as simply as it looks or is there actually much more to it? And let's talk about that list and some of the, the items on it. Well, Richard, there are actually eight key things that a seller must really think about. One of them, besides preparing for the home for sale, and a lot of people, you know, we give them general guidance on how to do this. We'll walk through the house. Uh, Sometimes I'm bringing in professional stagers. Like I recently had a home in which they bought it. It was a former model, beautiful house, gorgeous views, but Back in the you know early 2000s, they were doing lots of, especially model homes, they go super drama on the decorations, heavy, heavy, drapey, red drapes, that kind of stuff. And it was just overwhelming. So we brought in a stager to help the seller decide on what to do to get that right. And the before and after are just striking. It looks amazing now. You don't even notice the heavy drapes and it actually made the rooms look bigger, which was extraordinary. So we're going to do whatever it takes to present your home to the market in the best possible light. And you want an agent that knows how to do that. There are 5,000 agents in the Pikes Peak region. I hate to say it, but it's true. 74% of those agents sell three or less homes in a year. So, And some of them don't sell any. I was talking to a client just about a week ago. He goes, yeah, I got my license, but, you know, I just never did anything with it. So not everybody you know, treats it like a business. So you really, when you're selling the home, it's not the same as buying a home. You really want to make sure that your home is positioned as a wow on the market immediately. Make sure you have great market exposure. Make sure you have top buyer demand. Make sure the agent knows how to negotiate. And we've talked about this before, Richard, on at least in the legal field, there's not a lot of training in negotiation. Is that correct? That is absolutely correct. I mean, in the legal field, a lot of what happens, 80, 90% of the cases are settled. That means you have to do a lot of negotiating. Nowhere in law school do they prepare you to do that. Do they do that in real estate school? No, not at all. Um, they, the agents copy each other. They think they're negotiating, but a lot of times they're just messengers. And sometimes they actually hurt the sale. I had that happen this morning where this agent said one thing, but what the buyer signed was something different. And it meant that she was going to have to face competition. So you need to, to, you know, really represent your client in the best way you can, but they don't really train agents on how to negotiate. They kind of think of this word of fiduciary being the advocate as trying to get the most stuff, but they kind of lose sight of the goal. The goal for the seller is to sell the home. The goal for the buyer is to get the home. Okay, yeah, it might have a few bumps in the road. There may be some inspection issues to work out. Okay, okay. But don't blow up the deal over silly stuff. You know, and and a lot of them just do that or they make things up of what their buyers are not in agreement with. They tell me things to try to get their buyer's contracts And then when it comes down to what's really in writing, because real estate has to be in writing, it's something different. So when I call them on it and then they backpedal, now we got an issue. (laughs) Because what they said about the buyer may not be true. 
Uh, I've had agents make these ridiculous, unreasonable demands and threaten to terminate. I had one, you know, an older house and the deck was probably built two years after the house was built. And, and her inspector came in and said, that deck's unsafe. It has to be replaced. And I'm like, well, it's been there for years and years. And you knew that when you looked at the house, because the rest of the house is not updated either. Why all of a sudden do you think it's legitimate to ask the seller to buy you a new deck? It's not. It's not right? If it had a new deck and if it was updated, it would be a different price property. So they just think that, and so her phone call to me was, well, why don't you just meet me halfway? I said, they gave you a concession. (laughs) They're not doing any more. Well, and I, as a lawyer, I learned very early on, you never bid against yourself. It just doesn't work. And if you don't have somebody, Barb, like you, who knows this, who's done tons of negotiations and who's seen all the little underhanded tricks and little ways of trying to get a little bit more, a little bit more. And frankly, lawyers kill more deals with stuff like that than they help the people get what they want, sell the home, buy the home. I see that exact same thing in the real estate industry. It's like, why are you trying to just wreak havoc on this transaction you got a buyer that wants to buy and a seller that wants to sell you know it's just crazy so i it's what i deal with on a daily basis it's a lot of fun for me it's never the same no two days are the same i think that's why i like it i'm kind of wired for you know what's next and what's new but we built a staff to make sure that we can we can handle everything. So even though we may not be able to trust the buyer's agent or the buyer's inspection, we're going to be there. We're going to be looking over your shoulder. We're going to be looking out for you. Uh, in the state of Colorado, there's no license to be an inspector. I recently found out that uh, they went in there and they actually caused a water leak in the home. Then they go back again. He calls me. He's an honest agent, at least, but he wasn't watching what his inspector was doing and maybe just assumed that what he was doing was legit. And so he pulled a toilet, put it back on, but didn't replace the seal appropriately, caused this big water leak. You know, and the seller walked in the door and he could hear water running. And they're like, oh, we couldn't hear that. You didn't do it. Then I found out. He denied it, but then I find out he wasn't in the same room with the, as the inspector. He wasn't watching what oh was going on. And so they, they take a lot of liberties. They'll pull back carpet. They'll pull back wallpaper. The inspector is not supposed to be tearing apart the house to do an inspection. Okay, it's supposed to be what they can visually see, and that's it. So that, that's what our team is for, is to make sure that we're protecting our clients every step of the way. Even on the final walkthrough, sometimes they try to hold the seller hostage to get what they want. (laughs) And that's not what the contract says. So it's supposed to be, okay, we agreed upon these things. The walkthrough is to confirm that everything included is there and that whatever the agreement was, we complied with. Like if they agreed to fix X or they agreed to fix Y, okay, that's how it's supposed to work. But sometimes... These agents are like, no, if I don't, I don't like this. And if I don't get what I want, we're not signing, you know, it's crazy. We do this every day, uh, even though it's dramatic to me when it happens, because I've seen more and more and more of it. I think a lot of it has to do with, there aren't very many homes for sale and they just try to 
do things to, I don't know, be heard. I'm not sure why they get a little bit crazy like this, but we help our clients all the time. I just helped John and Bobby sell their home for $66,500 more than asking price, 12% over asking price because we're able to position the home to get the home seller the most amount of money and make sure we're there for them every single step of the way. And you can call us if you want to talk to us about selling your home or get information on our free reports anytime. Call us at 719-301-3900. Richard? When we come back, we'll be discussing, would you sell your present home if you found your dream home? Great question. We'll talk about it when we come back. <music> 